0: So hello everyone. Hello. Um, welcome to Hi. the INTO podcast session. Today um, will be led by me. My name is Stella. I am an INTO alumni, and now I'm a final year marketing and management student. Now with me we have Tom Kosh and Ivory. If you guys could um, introduce yourself.
1: Hi, sure. My name is Tom Kosh, and I'm a teacher of economics at INTO. Uh, have been here for about uh, my goodness, it's very nearly ten years. I've been teaching. So, yeah, and I really enjoy my work and I'm looking forward to going back after COVID, uh, after the pandemic, to teaching face-to-face again. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Hello, my name is Ivory. I used to study as well in in INTU, in International Year One. Uh, I already graduated and now I'm working in Indonesia.
0: Okay, great. So, for today's topic, we are talking about... um, the Business major, the International Year One Business major, and the title would be, why do I have to learn about economics? For students like me, I also wondered, I want to go to marketing and management. I know that's what I want for the future, but why do I, have, why do I still have to learn about economics? So um, my question number one is, Tom, can you please explain, explain some crucial, crucial reason why do we have to learn economics?
1: Okay. Well, I think the first reason is that many of the people who do marketing do not end up in marketing. Many of the people who study, who plan to study marketing will go into banking or accountancy or finance or go into the public sector or digital marketing, whatever it is they're going into. And in all of these subjects, um, economics has a real influence um, I was just talking uh, there to Ivory and uh, we were talking about how useful marketing was to Ivory in her job, you know, and, um, and essentially uh, economics allows us to make some basic predictions about demand and supply in the market, what will happen to price in the market. Uh, that's one thing. And secondly, it helps us analyze the economy of a country. So remember we, when we studied economics, we didn't just study markets and microeconomics. We studied macroeconomics. So we studied the future growth of a country. And so if you're involved in any profession, including marketing, you'll want to know whether there is an increasing number of consumers who are willing and able to buy the products that you want to sell. So being able to have the tools, the economic tools, to predict what the uh, market is going to look like or what the country's economy is going to look like is a very valuable skill set.
0: Yeah. What about you, Ivory? Do you feel the same as me? Or do you feel like um, economic is a part of a crucial major for you during your study here in Newcastle?
2: Uh, I remember clearly when I was an an into I was struggling like really hard in economics and I uh, even told myself that like oh I don't want to take economics so I I truly understand how you felt back then like um, because I used to think that like economics when I was studying economics is not as significant but when I entered the working world it's like completely different because uh, I feel like economics is very crucial because even if you're taking like marketing like what i did a lot of the, the i guess like a lot of my analysis um kind of bases on economics uh, usually because uh, my work focuses more on like trading palm oil in like palm oil so i have to always constantly look at uh, other countries economics because like uh, what I'm working in like palm oil, like a lot of the prices kind of affected in, uh, with American economy in their soybeans, so I have to also like keep an eye on like the market and also pay attention to maybe like taxation if I want to do some transaction or trading um, internationally, so uh, it's always I guess important for us to learn whether um, what courses that you take or even what uh, any other industry because I also have a friend that took uh, IT and he worked for kind of like website uh, development or digital development. And he told me that a lot of his work also involved in economy because uh, he have to also see the market and how he can compete to other company as well and how he can kind of like interpret the economic situation into like future investment, those kind of stuff. So I think it's very, very important whether you're working related in economy or anything else.
0: Um, so we have students that are very interested in economic, but also um, the opposite. So for those students who are very interested in learning economics, what kind of majors or modules that can the students take in the university or maybe next in the career pathway?
1: Okay. They, well, very well, interested. Well, there's um, a whole range of, I mean, I, I think that the good news for the students who don't want to study economics uh, um, at the business school is that neither the um i think neither the ba in marketing or the ba in marketing and management give you that um require you to learn any more economics so that the whole idea of uh, of it is it's a, a baseline of study it's going to give you some basic analytical tools but what you will focus on is um I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going to introduce like APD and, and statistics here, but you're going to be using a lot of statistical tools in your marketing degree, in your mm-hmm. marketing degrees. You're going to be learning quite advanced statistical analysis to help you to understand um, and predict how markets are going to develop. So I think there's, you're going to, that's why that particular course is, is useful. Um, but for someone who wants to study economics, um, they will need to uh, finish their degree and then they can try and do um, a master's program um, where they can, they might be able to do um, economics with another talk with another subject like marketing. you know so there are some master's programs at the university that you can look at and to be honest it's a, there's a huge list of mark of masters programs available to you. And I think uh, I'm not really being, a. am not selling the university here, but I do know that in previous years, um, into students, or, or rather students who have done the business degree, any of the business degrees will get a discount on their master's program, on, oh, the, cost, okay. on, the, on the cost of their master's program. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah,
0: I think I actually agree that we are, cannot be actually separated from economics because now I'm doing marketing and management. And what you have said before about the statistical analytical tool, I still use it for my research. So some element of economics are still involved in my module. And talking about master, I think Ivory, you also took master. What is your major?
2: I took e-marketing, but um, I I don't think I learned as much economics in my master as much as my um, like bachelor degree because I think when I took e-marketing I took a lot of like system-based uh, like information system kind of courses so um, economics was very detached when I was uh, in taking my, when I took my master but when I work like a lot of economics just like piled up <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, but but yeah. but if you think about it, I mean, because you'd had you'd practiced uh, that in your um, in your degree and and your time into that combination of uh, background knowledge will probably have helped you a lot to learn about your um, work environment mm-hmm. m- much quicker. Yes. Mm, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, so you'll have less less pain, less pain going into the workplace. Yeah. Uh, um, the other thing you asked about in terms of masters, um, I'm not saying that um, if you sp- remember what masters programs are, they're supposed to be the degree, the postgraduate degree that helps you to specialize. So if you want to specialize in um, IT systems or in accounting or some other uh, area of business, it's possible to do a master's programme that acts as a a bridge, you know, a link from your basic undergraduate degree to the area that you want to specialise in, maybe for the future in your work Mm -hmm. life. Mm. You know, so so it's always good to think about it like that. And I, I think there's a lot of courses that are available, a lot of master's courses, um, which which allow you to link marketing to other specialisms, um, including economics, but I don't think necessarily you have to be, um, I think there's a lot of courses on marketing with finance and marketing with accounting and, you know, you can mix the modules, which are part of your master's programmes.
0: Oh, I see. And for the next question is, how do you tend to motivate or encourage students that are struggling with economics? Because I know my, myself is, um, I used to struggle with economics so much and Ivory here too. How do you tend to motivate some students, Tom?
1: Well, um, what's interesting about the last few years is that the curriculum has developed since you, uh, you, you both um, did learned economics, and that's because what we've ne- we now have is we only have two modules, we only have uh, two assessments, and one assessment is we teach the same microeconomics course, but, but now it finishes with a multiple choice exam, and, and um, a lot of students still do not like it. <laughs> they, still, they still do not get uh, very high marks, but many more students now get marks in what I would call the middle of the range from kind of 50 to 60. There's a lot more students getting that and there are quite a few students who are scoring high marks in the, uh, in the high 70s and 80s. And this is because multiple choice based assessment allows students to, allows me, um, or rather a teacher to set questions which cover the whole of the curriculum, economics. So consequently, if you're a student and you're struggling in with elasticity, for instance, which I always remember was a great favourite of students, uh, elast- price elasticity of demand or income elasticity of demand. Um, if they don't, if they learn to calculate it, you're not going to have on a whole. You're not going to have to write a whole essay on elasticity they're just going to have to know how to calculate and answer questions based on that and they're very the answers are already provided they just have to choose the correct answer so that is a that's more of a way of prompting students so the assessment mm-hmm. i would I would say it means students can study more topics and get a higher mark than if they go into the exam not sure about what questions are going to be asked in the exam. I know that's not answering your question exactly, Della, but um, I do have a lot of, um, I answer questions all the time by email and um, any student should know that I'm always happy to give them an opportunity to, to chat. Do you know what I mean? They can, mm-hmm. they can, they can meet any time. And, and this, uh, the same ha- applies while we've been uh, working from home. Um, students often book meetings with me by teams
2: and, Oh yeah. And,
1: and I can chat to them about solving a problem that they might have.
0: Is there any kind of like um, tips for students who are struggling with learning or we had just done that before, but any final advice for students?
1: Um, I w- personally, I would say um, you can listen to your friends, but don't be scared of asking a teacher. They want you to succeed. So, um, so you know, it's always important into um, as, a, as a learning community and we really want everybody to do well and go to the business school. Um, so from our perspective, always don't be scared to ask a teacher. Really don't.
2: For future students that are currently or will struggle, uh, maybe find like a best way for... You to learn like because i used to watch documentaries i guess like you can call it documentaries on youtube um i think like business insiders sometimes do like kind of like a program where they talk about like the rise and fall of a certain product or why this product is so cheap or expensive and those kind of video even though it's like only like 10 minutes long i guess uh, it gives you an idea of like how the economy worked uh back then or maybe even now so I guess, like, learning from, like, companies kind of helped me as well, like, to understand a little bit of the, I guess, like, the market. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, can, I, can I add to that and just say that mm-hmm. the, the, the most under-resourced, under-resourced, unused resource that we have um, in, the, in Newcastle University and in into is your free subscription to the Financial Times.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And you have and it's the most amazing newspaper and it covers most countries, the markets of most countries in the world, including the countries our students come from. And um, it really is an economics newspaper, you know, day, it's published every day. And uh, you can log into the university library and get uh, if you go through the library pages from your student page into the library and then you can um, you can get a subscription and you can even get uh, it sent to your desktop every day.
2: Yeah I think I remember using it as well when I was um, doing my dissertation a lot and also like a lot of my assignment like some of the financial times really really like useful because I think like their news is very up to date and they provide like like really good insight as well.
1: Mm -hmm. it's fabulous it's really good
0: (laughs) so yeah maybe many students don't know about this including myself so thank you tom for mentioning it
1: okay you're very welcome
0: uh, finally i'm finishing our podcast thank you tom and ivory for sharing your experience and to motivate the students
2: so thank you very much and goodbye
1: bye everybody thank you